an eargasm of learning and a no-fuss show. Welcome to the Creative Talk Podcast, where you can learn straightforward topics about branding, digital entrepreneurship, online business, and many more with your charming host, John Santos, along with inspiring entrepreneurs, creators, and thought leaders worldwide. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Creative Talk Podcast with me, John Santos. And today, we have another special, special guest. I am I'm a fanboy. <laughs> I met this guy on Clubhouse and knowing about his story is is just, you know, amazing, amazing. I was blown away. Very humble. He loves the Philippines though. <laughs> very <laughs> humble, very, you know, I love I love the way he thinks. His experience, his stories just enough for me to really respect this this person. And we will find out, you know, it's all about him and the values of his struggles, of his story. And I'm excited. I know everyone, the people that are listening and watching are excited. Our special guest for today, guys, a coach and an inspirational speaker. Wow, a coach and an inspirational speaker. Let's all welcome my brother, my friend. Wow. Ryan Nurse. Bro, welcome to the show. Jan, thank you so much for your incredible intro for me as well. I feel so blessed and grateful for you as well, bro, because, yeah, we, we met each other about a year ago now on Clubhouse, and that connection straight away with you, um, yeah, like I, I could say exactly to you as well. So just thank you for allowing me to be here and sharing my journey today with you too. Bro, it's it's a blessing. I mean... Again, knowing your story, meeting you, that that we we just we just really cultivate that trust between you, between the two of us and you know the people around us. So whenever guys, whenever this this person speak, uh, you need to listen because he can he was he was asking me how how short is short for his introduction. And I was like, he can speak an hour, he can speak 15 minutes. I was like, okay, hold on, bro. I know that you can speak. And 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 when you speak, it's, you know, nothing's going to stop you. <laughs> but but guys, we are in for a treat from from this human being. He's he's full of the quotes, and it's not just because he's memorizing things or he's reading things. It's because he is in that journey. He endured, he experienced all of those and he's ready to share it for everyone in their journey towards success so guys let's 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 start this man um ryan uh the, the, we're i know your story but but you know our listeners and our viewers are are excited to discover who who and what influence you to be in this position of greatness so to speak can you give us a, a brief you know, introduction of your story, the transformation from A to B. The floor is yours, my friend. Feel free to share. Yeah, thank you so much, Jan. So, yeah, my name is Ryan Nurse, and I'm a traumatic brain injury survivor and thriver who's also suffered from and overcome depression after a relationship breakup. I took my life from depression to progression and now use my wounds as wisdom to guide confused adults in their 20s towards a future of fulfillment. So back in 2011, as an 18-year-old boy, 
I'd done what most 18 year olds done, which was to go out to pubs and clubs with friends. And one evening in uh, November 2011, like I say, I went out with some friends to a local nightclub and the drinks were flowing, the music was pumping and we were dancing the night away. And we were having the best time of our lives. But only until it was time to make it back to the safety of our parents' home. And as we left the nightclub, we noticed that some older men had followed us out and they removed us from that taxi. So we decided it would be best to find an alternative way home. So we got into a separate cab and made our journey home. But as we did that same taxi that we'd just been extracted from with these older men that were now in there, followed us and they demanded that we pulled over from radio and through to our driver's walkie-talkie. And our driver did obviously stop the vehicle. And those people ended up attacking us which resulted in me being rushed to hospital the next day after my parents failed to wake me up. And I had to be rushed into hospital where I suffered from a fractured skull and a blood clot due to a bleed on the brain. What, what, I had what, to be put into it. Was it uh, like someone hit you in the head or we, did you fail uh, yeah, or something? So, so, so what happened, these guys pulled us over in a taxi and... As they pulled us over, they turned their lights off, so we couldn't see anything in this dark, unlit road. And as we were sat there confused, like, what's going to happen next, me and a few friends, there was this loud knock on the passenger front window, which my friend opened his window to see what the issue was. And as he opened his window, he began to get punched through the window. So I'd done what any, say, normal friend would do, which was to open my door to try and stop this madness... And I hadn't even had a chance to take my seatbelt off. And I was greeted with the same fist. So I was sat there in the back seat like a sitting duck. And that person was just pummeling the side of my head. And I was just trapped because the seatbelt was locked. And I was glued to the back of my seat. So, yeah, I just got beaten in the side of my head. It was like a, it was like a hammer to the side of the head, Jan. So, yeah, the next day, obviously, I was rushed to that hospital. I had to be put into that in, induced coma... And when my parents finally got to see me that evening, they were told, due to the severity of Ryan's injuries, that he most probably wouldn't make it through the night. But then on the third day, however, I was still being kept alive by the life support machine. And on the third day, my parents were asked to come to the hospital to have a conversation with the specialist. And on that third day, as my parents arrived at the hospital and sat down in this separate room in the intensive care unit, The specialist that done the work on me said to my parents, due to the severity of Ryan's injuries and because there was zero brain activity, we would highly suggest that you switch his life support machine off. Wow. And my dad ultimately saved my life because my dad said, no way. I know Ryan more than any of you know Ryan, and he takes his own time to do anything. He's a stubborn little bugger, so you need to give him that time. And by my dad doing it, it ultimately saved my life. Man, that alone is enough for this episode. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> when you were when you when you were telling the story, I mean, I'm, I'm feeling goosebumps. Imagine that. Wait, what, what happened when you 
when you finally woke up, what was the first thoughts in in your in your mind? Yeah, sure. So over about a week period, I was in a coma for about a week. And again, like the whole time, the specialist told my parents, like, let's switch the machine off because mm-hmm. I, I wasn't responding to anything. And they said to my parents, if he ever wakes up, like if he will never walk or talk again <sighs> and will be in a vegetative state for the rest of his life. Mm. But my parents had that hope because that's what we need in life. We all need hope <laughs> to cope, have only positive expectations so just before Jan, like the question was, what, what happened when I first woke up? Just before I remember waking up, I was actually gifted this out-of-body experience where I honestly believed that I viewed myself through the eyes of my creator. And in this out-of-body experience, I remember seeing every single face that I'd ever seen. And they were all silently sobbing. And when I closed my eyes in that out-of-body experience, I heard this noise which was beep, 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 which I thought it was my alarm clock to tell me to wake up to go to work. And my body went from really, really cold to starting to warm up to the point where this noise got so loud and so intense, I actually did open my eyes back on earth. And I looked down at myself and I realised that I had all these needles penetrating my skin. I had tubes penetrating my neck in my, in my body there. And I had all these pads all over me, and I thought, what is going on? I didn't know if I was still in a dream, or it was real. I, I didn't know what to expect. But then that noise, which was beep, beep, I looked at the, my left side here, and it was that life support machine that was keeping me alive. And then I realised all of those memories that come flooding back from that night prior to being attacked, I remembered every single thing, and I cried myself to sleep. And I remember that next, or later that morning, I, did, I obviously woke up and my parents were there and they were just looking at me and they knew that I was awake, but they didn't actually know if I could understand anything they were saying because I couldn't speak. Nobody knew the true severity of my injuries. Wow. What, what kept you, you know, fighting for life, bro? What kept you in the game, so to speak? Because, you know, that situation it's not easy you know you said that there was this there was this time that you you're out of body experience right you can't even explain it what that what that is but how did you manage what was in your mind and in your heart that kept you fighting for life you know grasping for that mm. second chance to be back in, in this in this earth, in this world, in this life? Yeah, that's a great question, Jan. And I honestly believe like we're all born with two lives. But the second one only begins when we realize that we just have one. So in that out-of-body experience, like I say, I saw every single face that I'd ever seen crying their eyes out. And that, to me, was a message to say that you have been put on this earth to complete a job and you hadn't yet complete that job. Hence why I believe that I was sent back to finish the job that I was yet to complete. So for me, I'd grown up as a child and people used to say to me, Jan, like, you're like a cat with nine lives. Like, I always got into trouble. I'd be smashing my head all over the place. I'd be walking out in front of cars and everything. People say like, how are you not dead yet? And I believe, like, because I was put on this earth to do something, to inspire, to change the world, 
because I hadn't sort of even realised my own potential, I was gifted that next chance. People could say it was faith. And I'd say, yeah, it probably was. Like, not from a religious point of view, because I believe the word faith stands for find answers in the heart. So I was put back on earth, which to that point where I did wake up. And for me, there was no... There was no thinking about, am I okay? I didn't once think, am I okay? I just sat there and I was thinking, I can't wait to leave this hospital because I've got stuff to do. I've got a life to get on with. Love that, love when, that. When, when yeah, people, sure. yeah, sorry, when people realise the reality of death, they can actually use death as a motivator to put urgency into living their life. Love that, love that. I remember when we had like a long call last year that you mentioned that you 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 know you feel you, actually you know that you're here in this world for a reason and and you want to share that you know more than the experience the the values the love and and i said that you're created really to you know touch people's lives transform people's lives help them in in in, in a lot of ways you know, you speaking, coaching, and it's just a powerful, powerful thing. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy because I've been given an opportunity to meet a person like you. And guys, for everyone that is listening and watching this episode, please connect with Ryan. He He's just an amazing human being, full of light, full of love, full of, you know, care. Because he was there, you know, he, it's a, it's a different story when, you know, motivational speakers, um, inspirational speakers can really captivate you with a, with a good story, right? With, with a good um, narrative. But it's a different story when that person really was in that situation, was in a transformational situation that he can use that and, and, give you the value of it and this my friends is ryan nurse now having said that you know knowing your transformational journey ryan and i know you are a successful um coach uh, speaker you're you're doing it step by step you're you're starting your journey let's talk about you know how because this this issue is uh, is very important there's a lot of our colleagues out there people that are listening and watching and supporting us they experience this and i know from a person of your magnitude you have some valuable insights or tips you know words of wisdom that can really boost everyone what's your take on how to overcome the fear of failure and and when i say failure it it could be life it could be business or it could be um same in in your situation that could be classified as a failure right you were partying and then an uh, uh, a hideous thing happened an incident happened an accident happened so everyone has a different context of what failure is but how to overcome that fear it's a baseline the floor is yours my friend please share yeah thank you jan so yeah fear and failure for me like 
it's a big one. With fear, fear can hold us back from achieving the greatest of things in our lives. But fear can also be used in our favour. Yeah? So you can let fear be a motivator. Use fear as fuel to help propel you towards a future of fulfilment. So Will Smith once said, fear is not real. The only place that fear can exist is in our thoughts of the future. And it's a product of our imagination causing us to fear things that do not at present and may not ever exist. Oof. Don't get me wrong, danger is very real. But fear is a choice. Whoa, love that. I love that perspective. I was about to say that, but then you, you cleared that out. Danger... You know, that, that's that's factual, right? There's risk. Exactly. Yeah. But fear, it's a concept. Exactly. Love that, Ryan. Love that. Please continue. Please continue. Yeah, no, thank you for that. And uh, yeah, I was going to come on to that as well. Like, So fear, it is a choice. Fear is a choice. There's, we as humans are all born with two innate fears. And that's the fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. Every other fear is a learned fear. So you need to ask yourself when, say, presented with fear or you feel fear in your body, ask, is this just a fear or is this a fact? Because we have a fear of, say, not looking right on camera to friends and other people on social media. That's not a fear. That's an insecurity of people taking the mick out of you, taking the piss out of you. Nobody really cares. That's all going on in here. You've made all this up in your mind. So fear. Fear is not final and it's not fatal. Nor is failure. Like failure is an essential stepping stone that you need to take in order to get to where you want to be in life. Like Failure is actually success in progress. Failure is part of success. And if you're not, say, willing to fail... You're not ready to succeed. Because failure, like so many people get so worried about failing in life, but failure is just, it's perceived because you don't actually ever fail. The only time you'll ever fail at something in life is if you choose to stop or give up. But nice. like fear, we've all heard, we've all heard the word fear, like false evidence appearing real. Mm. And it's true, like, Clichés are clichés, like, because they're so true. And I look at fear, like, fear is just this picture that we say painted within our own mind, mm. and it is usually worst-case scenario. But then voluntarily heading towards pain may seem quite daunting. However, taking small and frequent steps to expose yourself to fear and discomfort on a regular basis will help build that courage that you need to withstand the pain that you once thought you could not bear. Because courage is actually just fear in action. Courage is the prerequisite to confidence. Love that. Meaning the more your confidence grows, the more your courage grows. And it's just a cycle. Mm. It's like the confidence, confidence loop. Mm. Love that, love that. I've read in, a, in an article um, one time that, you know, like you said, you know, it's a concept, right? It's there. It's in in human nature. But it's up to you. Like, again, what you shared, it's a decision. Whether you will succumb to the fear or to the opposite. And then on this article, it says that 
once you decide which one to consume, it does not eliminate fear. But you have decided to overcome it by choosing the other one, right? So you can, you can, like, for example, like you mentioned, the fear of facing a camera, just as simple as it is. It doesn't delete the fear thing in you, but you decide to overcome it by facing the camera. And hence, the, you know, the human brain, it's, it's an amazing creation. Once you do that, you know, subliminally, you don't even notice that, like what you've said, you are having that confidence. It eliminates that fear that you will not have it anymore because you are doing, you decided to act on it. Therefore, the, the brain and the body connects and it really transforms you as a human being. So, I mean, it's a simple explanation, but it's, it varies through situation, right? Yeah, and like you said there, Jan, I picked up on something you said, like being comfortable, say, in the center of discomfort, because that's where the greatest of life lessons are, you know, in the center of discomfort is your next level of life is sat right there. And you need to be comfortable in that place of discomfort. But it's not like that place doesn't exist. It's just you've learned to be okay being there. So... Fear isn't, say, the opposite to success, but it's learning to, or courage even, sorry. Fear isn't the opposite to courage, but, or courage isn't the opposite to fear, I should say, but it's to learn to do what you want to do and live your life on your terms despite of fear. So it's, it's not like, say, fear ever goes away. It's learning to dance with fear. So just imagine, say, dancing with fear. Like the fear is going to be close to you at all times. But as long as you're dancing and you just keep moving, the fear is going to be there. But you're just going to keep moving on with your life. So Love learn that. to dance with fear rather than to try and block it out. Because Ooh. fear and failure, it's all part of the process of evolving into the best version of yourself. Love that. Love that. Now, that's the title of that clip there <laughs> dancing with fear i love that i visualize it you know uh, like w- when you're saying that concept you need to dance with fear you know don't keep fear hinder you from even standing up and dance right grab it you know swing it and dance with it do the motion start acting moving don't be afraid of making a mistake don't be afraid of, you know, being swallowed by fear in any context. Maybe, you know, a sickness, a situation. Again, it's, it's we're on the same ocean but different boat. But do not be conformed by fear. Do not be afraid of fear to the, to the extent that it will stop you in your tracks. Pull that fear. Start doing what you are created to do on it move dance with it like what what our special guest said dance with fear don't be afraid love that ryan um a a, a little side note a little follow-up question what can you advise you know people that are already swallowed by fear and they feel that there's no hope connected to your story that you felt 
the the hope from your parents and then when you were in that situation you know you are there to really make a difference there's this light in you now what can you advise all our you know followers listeners viewers out there that are already in that situation that they think all right let me just clear that they think because i believe that there's always hope right but they think there's no hope at all the floor is yours my friend yeah so i believe there is a positive that can be extracted from every single negative in life but it's down to you as the individual to go out there and find those positives and jan like you mentioned people may think that there's no hope they may think that they failed but the great thing about that is if you change your thinking you can change your life because life is just about perception your perception will shape your reality so if you can change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And it's not usually the things we see, say, as a failure that are actually failures, but it's our perception of that, say, situation or incident. And usually the way that we look at things, they need to be changed because, yeah, the, the way that we look at the issue is the issue. So you need to sometimes just take a step back and actually write stuff down. Like That's the best thing that I could say to anyone. Start by writing things down and questioning your fears. Doubting your doubts. Doubt your doubts. Because if you can't see it, you can't actually deal with it. So if you get it down on paper, you can see what you're dealing with. And just question, is this actually a fear? Or is this false? Have I made this up in my own head? Mm. Love that. Love that. Powerful, powerful tips, guys, from our wonderful guest. I love it. I learn a lot. And I know you guys listening and watching learn a lot as well. Thank you so much, Ryan. But we are not done yet. You know, we started with a very serious story of transformation. And then we followed up with powerful perspective, concepts, and tips about how to overcome fear of failure. Now, let's lighten it a bit, bro. It's time to play a game. <laughs> it's, a, it's a traditional thing that we do here in the show. We call it the creative fast talk, all right? So how the, play, the, the game works is I will ask you questions that you are not allowed to spend much time thinking what the right answer is, all right? The first word that comes into your mind <laughs> Boom. You need to say it. All right. And you need to be 100% honest. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> all right. You ready? Yeah, let's go. All right. First question. Sun or snow? Sun. Second. Structure or chaotic? Structure. Mm. If you were an animal, what animal would you be and why? A uh, lion. Ryan the lion. Um always goes out there doesn't procrastinate just goes for the kill every time <laughs> right okay okay nice popcorn and movies or dinner and dancing dinner and dancing love it love Good it me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> passenger or driver 
Oh, driver, you got to be behind the wheel. Yeah, because guys, for everyone that is listening and watching, Ryan here is a traveler. You know, I'm a fan of his uh, travel photos before, travel videos, and it's just an amazing thing to watch him on different areas, different countries, having fun. So he's a he's a an authentic traveler. Uh, by the way, because of you know COVID, so you don't have any travels booked in, right? <laughs> Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to Poland mm. on Thursday. <laughs> wow! All right, there you go, guys. <laughs> All right, next. Oh, this this next question is connected to your travels: mountain or the beaches? Yeah, I always get stuck on this one. To be fair, like I don't like sitting on the beach. Mm. And then let's let's go with mountain because I, I enjoy say a challenge. Yeah, uh, yeah. Cape Town for me when I when I climb Lion's Head and. Um, mm. Table Mountain in Cape Town, amazing. So yeah, let's say mountains. Love it, love it. Okay, Ryan, what are you afraid of? I'm afraid of getting to the end of my life with regrets. Ooh, boom, mic drop. <laughs> Next, <laughs> what's your favorite color? Blue. Okay, movies or books? Books. All right, since you mentioned books, we, we have books here, you have books there. Name your top three best book ever okay think and grow rich the power of now how to win friends and influence people boom love that love that there you go guys powerful recommendations from ryan himself next um what is your dream superpower and why <sighs> yeah this is a good i like to be able to know what people are thinking in their own mind <laughs> I don't know why. I get so I get fascinated by people. Like on my travels, Jan, I mm. literally sit there and people watch, and I think, I wonder what that person's thinking. Like in mm. Rome, for instance, mm. I see a couple with a child, and they were just arguing. I thought, I wonder what's going through their head to right, argue. Right, like, right. Just stuff like that just fascinates me. To be fair. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. I accept that. Now, another connected to your travels. What is the weirdest food you ever tried? Oh god, I've tried some weird food just off the top of my head. Oh my god, I've I've had some weird weird stuff. I've, I've had a bit of shark in Thailand. Shark? Wow. Yeah, I've tried shark. Can you ex can you, you know, give us an overview of that experience? So yeah, it was a quite a bad experience to be fair. So I actually I I done the research before mm. eating the shark and it said make sure you get it from somewhere that's sort of reputable and a good restaurant. Because it said something like, if the shark isn't killed straight away, it urinates itself into the meat. And I was going on to, I don't know, a night out that night in Thailand. The first, I think it was the first time I went to Thailand, 2013. Mm. And we tried shark and they said you could have it barbecued or grilled. Mm. And I think I said I would have one of each. And I can't remember which one it was, maybe barbecued shark. Mm. Um and in all honesty, it tastes like piss. It was horrible. So, yeah. <laughs> Bad experience. <laughs> Were you sick after you ate that? No, I wasn't sick. I wasn't sick. No. Good. Good. Um, all right. <laughs> there you go, guys. Don't don't eat sharks. <laughs> all right. Um, our last question, Ryan, is something that can turn into a, a something serious, depending on how you will take the question. All right. The question is... If you have the power to bring back someone back from the dead, who would it be and why? Anyone. 
yeah, I, straight away, it'd be, it'd be my granddad. Because, uh, yeah, seriously, like, uh, there's a picture of him up there and he, just, he sits on the, on the shelf there where all my other books are, the ones that I've read recently. Mm. And I've actually got, um, what do you call it, like a... Um, do you know a sand timer? Do you know yeah, sand timers? Yeah, yeah. I've got a little, little one of those, uh, but it's instead of sand, it's got his ashes in. Ooh, so that's up wow. there on a chain, and he sat there staring at me, and he helps me get through my days. And I've actually got a tattoo on my chest that says "Granddad" as well, so he's right close to my heart. So oh. when I told you about that out of body experience, mm. I think the person whose eyes I was viewing it through was maybe my granddad Ooh. and he was guiding me. And the reason why I survived is because I've got his name on, or I've got granddad on here with his date of birth and his date of death right close to my heart. And he helped me get through. So yeah, if I could bring anyone back, it'd be my granddad just to love show that. him how far I've come already. Man, I love that. And I'm sure he is happy and he's loving you ever, man. He's proud of where you are and where you're going. So, nice. Congratulations for that. There you go, Ryan. We started with, you know, your transformation, your story, then the meat, topics, perspectives, tips, valuable insights from you. And then we played a game and we discovered not to eat sharks. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Ryan, for, you know, spending the time to be with us in the show. I know you're a very busy person and you're flying to Poland, but you spend time to be with us in the show. Thank you so much. Bro, feel free to promote your um, releases or social media accounts, any projects you're working on, events that you have. The floor is yours, brother. Thank you so much. And thank you, everybody, that's going to watch this back now. I really appreciate you. Um, So, yeah, if you wanted to reach out or give me some support, follow me. The best place is on Instagram at RyanNurse underscore. And... Yeah, a couple of things that I've got in the pipeline. I'm, I'm writing two books, but I'm focused on one at the moment, uh, mainly aimed at my target audience, which is people in their 20s. Um, so I'm writing this book at the moment. So if, if you're interested, give me a shout and I'll stick you on the waiting list. Um, I obviously do coaching as well. And I help guide confused adults in their 20s towards the future of fulfillment. So if you're looking to say level up in your life, and you're ready to take action, but you're just sort of unsure on the next step or two steps to take, and you're looking for some guidance, yeah, feel free to reach out to me, and I'd love to work with you. Love that, love that. Hit me up with that book. I would love to get a copy. (laughs) Guys, please do connect with Ryan Nurse. I'm sure he can help you in your journey towards success. Again, this is John Santos together with the amazing Ryan Nurse here as our special guest. Always remember, smile, have a positive outlook in life. God bless you all. Bye. Thank you for being with us here on the Creative Talk Podcast. I'm your host, John Santos. Don't forget to listen and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. See you again, always.